When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You could be excused for thinking we're listening to Timmy Wynette or Jewel or Dolly Parton, but it's New Zealand's own. In fact, why Maddie's own Kaylee Bell joins the show now. Kaylee, in a very busy schedule, I really appreciate you talking to us today. No, thanks for having me. It's been been fun. Have you ever? I'm going to start. Actually, I'll start that again. I've never interviewed a country pop slash singer <laughs> on my show. Have you ever been interviewed on a sports radio station? Well, that's a really good question, and I actually don't think I have. So this is a this is first for both of us. This is groundbreaking, <laughs> you and me, and I'm all about it. I'm all about it. We've been we've been playing your songs out today and getting the people used to your music. The Thank thing you. I'm struggling with is, it's not. This is my uneducated country head, right? It's not classic country, is it? What? How do you describe your genre? Is it country pop? How do you describe it? Yeah, I mean, I think I call it country pop. Um, just because, you know, like I think there's a lot of pop sentimentalities, like the melodies and things that um, I have in my music are very pop kind of influence, but then obviously lyrics and just, you know, having grown up on country music, that's just always going to be there and vocally as well. So it's kind of like Shania, you know, like Mutt Lang produced that as rock music, but you put Shania's voice on it and it becomes country. So I, I, I think it's a similar kind of thing. Because when you're talking, you've got quite a Joe Average voice, but when you're singing, do you have to gargle something <laughs> to give it the country, the countryfy your voice? God, I'm so offended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really, I think it's just, like, I started singing country when I was four years old, so I think it's just like you just naturally grow an ear for what you're surrounded by, right? And I was, you know, surrounded by 90s country and just learned to sing that way, Um which is really, yeah, it is quite a bizarre thing. Um, so can can you sing I mean, can you sing without a countryfied voice? No, I can't. Wow. And it's funny because I know like Keith's the same. Like people always ask him the same question, and it's like you actually can't. Like that's just that's just my voice now. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. So Keith, Keith, how Keith. big a part of your life is the song and the person? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the song has absolutely changed, you know, my life in terms of music and career. Um, obviously, having done it on The Voice in Australia, and it kind of introduced me to a really mainstream audience for the first time, which was really, really nice. Mm. Um, and then Keith's been a big part as well, you know, massive influence growing up. And I moved to Australia when I was 21 and won a competition called Star Maker that Keith actually won at the start of his career. And I was the first Kiwi um, since him. So through that we got connected and I've had the chance to jump up with him on a few tours and he's just been 
you know, such a, I don't know, huge kind of role model to me, but also to have him in my corner and to know him is just like really, really insane. It's funny you say that that song on The Voice <clears throat> brought you to mainstream. That's when I very first ever heard of you myself because I love those music talent shows because I love people getting an opportunity to showcase their talents and potentially live their dreams. So it, it, it was an amazing thing. And then it was the song about him and the look on his face when he realised it was about him and the other judges all about him. Did, can you remember clearly that moment when the seats were turning around to face you because they wanted to mentor you? Absolutely. Um, those shows are really crazy because you spend a lot of time sitting around. So we didn't film till about midnight. I think I um, finally got out and it was, um, it was a massive risk, you know, like I had no idea what to expect um, and kind of took a massive risk singing a song about Keith to Keith, you know, that was mm. always going to be a huge, like this could go a number of different ways. Um, <laughs> So incredibly, like, I obviously remember everything because it was, like, one of the most terrifying moments of my life and just was so stoked when I remember he turned first and I was just like, oh, my goodness, we're good now. Like, someone's <laughs> turned, we're good. Um, and then the other guys followed. And obviously it would have been a dream to have, you know, been mentored by him, but just the way the voice kind of works now, they brought in a new a new addition where you could block people and Keith got blocked, which was really, really gutting um, to not have that chance to work with him. But... Again, it was just like, it was such a cool thing to do and a, a good reminder of putting yourself out there and doing scary things sometimes because for me, like you said, it introduced me to a mainstream market and people that had never heard of me, which was, has been such a joy in the last six months to um, get out and play shows and have people singing the song. And it's cool because while while there is a category, a genre of music called easy listening, I wouldn't call your songs in that easy listening genre, but your songs are very easy to listen to. They're very comfortable. They can fill your car. They can fill your lounge. Manai tells me his wife is a massive fan, so he listens to you <laughs> a heap as Thank well. You, is, that, is that the aim to make it? What's the aim when you write a music and record a song? What's your aim? What, what's the vehicle of your song to bring people? Sure. Well, I think country music is just, you know, all about relatability. And like you said, it kind of seems to suit any time of day. And it's just kind of, it's such a nice genre because it's sort of, you know, there's songs for weddings, there's songs to dance, there's sad songs. And that's what I've always loved about country. But for me, I guess, I don't know where this came from, but I've always wanted to play stadiums. And so always in the back of my mind where I'm writing songs, I'm always thinking about how it's going to translate to playing it live. And we've put a lot of emphasis on the live show probably in the last sort of couple of years, um, and especially now that, you know, we can get back playing, um, I've got a really solid little band. And so now it's kind of like, I really do think about that as well, because I've always wanted to grow country music in, in this country. And, you know, I think it's, it was always going to come through the live thing. And um, yeah, it's just been so fun now to be able to play these songs as I imagined in stadiums, you know? Speaking of stadiums, um, Sky Stadium in Wellington, obviously <clears throat> the opening act for Ed Sheeran. And I just mentioned to Manoir actually that you have played to a bigger crowd in Wellington than the All Blacks ever have in Wellington. Cop, cop that. They've never, had that. They've never had that many people because the, the fans aren't allowed on the field. But at Ed Sheeran's gig, which you were at, they're allowed on the field. So 50,000 plus. Um, stadiums. Playing in front of a stadium, having all those people singing along to your songs. How buzzy. It's honestly just the craziest thing. Like, as I said, it's kind of something that I've always dreamed of and I've watched a lot of Shania growing up and 
you know, and even just going to Nashville for the last 14 years, it's like every show I've been to has been like stadium shows. And so to have that happening back here in New Zealand now is, um, it's amazing. Because, you know, coming from New Zealand, it's like country is not the easiest genre to play, you mm. know. But to have these opportunities happening now, um, I feel like we're starting to, you know, shift the dial a little bit and kind of put country back on the map here, um, which feels really, really exciting, to be honest. Because yeah, country here is, I guess you could call it niche, but having listened to your music, I feel like it's only like a, a half a step away from becoming mainstream because it is so easy to listen to. So you're doing a great job. And that Minaj just mentioned to me that the, peop- the, the number of people at the Wellington Stadium is the entire population of South Canterbury. I was going to say, is there a Waimati connection in there? Because I was like, there's definitely more people there than in our town that we grew up in. <laughs> where, do you spe- where do you spend your time? How, do, how does your year shape up or is every year different? Well, to be honest, I just really don't like winter. So for the last 14 years, I have escaped winter and kind of followed the sun. So I spend, you know, this part of the year in between Australia and New Zealand. And then from kind of May, June onward, I to Nashville and spend six months of the year over there so it's, it's kind of a beautiful thing the way that the seasons work um, mm. and the touring it's kind of you know opened up that opportunity to still because you know obviously having a career in New Zealand is still so important to me it's you know it's where you grow up it's, it's where you want to be but it's also really difficult um, so it's um, it's really yeah it's been an awesome way to kind of make the year work by swapping between Nashville New Zealand and Australia. Just from talking to you, I think um, the number one part of your job is performing in front of people, and that's cool. But can can you give us a split of like your time, your energy into performing, and then how much time you spend in creating and writing and rehearsing, and have you got much time to just blob and do nothing? Yeah, that's a good question. So I actually, I'm independent, um, so I don't have a label, and I'm also self-managed, so a lot of my time is also admin, um, mm, mm. which I really, really love and I really enjoy. And I think it's been a big lesson in learning, you know, the business side of music. It's um, it's good to know what's going on in your own career. And I've been doing it long enough now that I, I kind of wouldn't want it any other way. So I um, I try and spend my time in Nashville when I'm there in the middle of the year writing um, every day. And Nashville is an amazing town, you know, like that's people's job. It's their nine to five. It's no different to going to an office job. It's like people literally drop the kids at school and go and write songs for the day. Like it's, it's insane. So that's where I get a lot of like productivity, I guess, around writing is while I'm in Nashville. And I kind of usually just spend that time writing. And then um, the playing obviously has just really taken off back here and in Australia. So yeah, I think um, I'd like to obviously step up the touring thing in America in the next kind of 12 months, but I still find that that's just where I love writing the music as well. Because you're in the home of, you know, you're the home of country music, but also just like the home of music. Like Nashville is just like so many people from LA and New York have moved there in the last five years because it's just this incredible town for music. So, yeah, that's kind of how I split my time and then admin just pretty much takes up all my spare time. <laughs> is Nashville, have they got like got a concert on every night somewhere? Oh, so much music. Like you never know what day it is in Nashville and it's something that I've always loved about that place. It's um, And it's kind of, you know, it's something for everyone too. It's like you don't have to necessarily go and dance or watch a massive show. There's like songwriter rounds where you go and have dinner and just like beautiful stripped back kind of acoustic songwriter mm. rounds going on and just so much stuff happening that 
Oh, you can't, you, I just feel like you can't not enjoy Nashville, um, even if you're not a massive country fan. You know, it's just it's this incredible town that has a lot of respect for music. We talked about the style of music and how you want you want it to be easy to listen to and how to resonate. What what provides you with a creative space to get the right lyrics, to get the right melodies? Are you a shut yourself away? Have you got a favourite lounge? Have you got a little cafe with headphones? How do you go about creating you? Yeah, um, I mean, it happens differently, like every song, I guess. But I'm not one of those people that tuck myself away and write for, you know, weeks on end. It's like I'm constantly inspired. And so my phone is just full of lyrics and melodies and notes. And, you know, once I've got a few ideas, then I'll sit down and write something. Or I really love co-writing. That's been a big part of my national sort of um, trips has been going and writing with two or three other people in the room at once. And that seems to be kind of like, the perfect kind of number is three in a room, a producer and a, hit, a top liner and a writer. And um, that's been a really fun way to explore as well. So just constantly inspired, I guess, by life and people and, you know, relationships. Everyone wants to know, what's Ed like as a bloke? He seems such a champion, normal bloke. Oh, he is the coolest. I can't even. Like, <laughs> he is hands down one of the coolest humans I've ever met, like, He's just funny and really aware and smart, you know, like we've just totally decked over songs and songwriters the last few weeks. And, and I think the, the most beautiful thing about this whole thing has been the team that he has around him are so phenomenal and generous. And they all say like, they're like, yeah, but it comes from the top, which is Ed, obviously. And he wants that culture and they're British. So they're funny and awesome. And I honestly can't speak highly enough. Like this tour has been like such a life-changing tour for us and the only way we would ever want to kind of operate moving forth and we're going to be really, really sad when it's over. And the cool thing is um, it's exposing you to New Zealanders and like your passion is to expose country music to New Zealanders. Lots of New Zealanders go and watch Ed Sheeran and then you get up there. They ain't going to be disappointed. That must warm your heart that people are reacting, having seen you, heard you for the first time. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. And, you know, the way that it's happening too, it's with the live band and it's on this phenomenal stage. And it's like, sometimes I think in life, it's all about kind of being exposed in the right environment. You know, like I could stand and play, you know, 2000 pub gigs and people don't get it. But the minute you put on the show that, you know, is what you've been working on, you've been working on the show for a long time. It's like, ah, it's like the penny drop kind of moment. And so, yeah, we're just grateful to Ed for having us, to allow us to actually put our show on, you know, as we as we want to play. So what's next? Once the Ed Sheeran um, wave of amazingness in your life comes to an end, how far, <laughs> how far, how far out have you mapped uh, your near future? Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to be spending a lot more time in the States. Um, but before that, we're actually going to do a, a nationwide tour. So we're going to be heading out through New Zealand, um, and actually, you know, head down south and see people and put on some shows, which I'm super excited about because it's the first time. I think it's the first time I've actually ever done this. So headline some shows right through New Zealand. Yes. Um, which is so cool. Um, and yeah, just a lot more music this year. I think um, I just can't wait to just keep pumping the singles, wrap it into a record and um, yeah, just get out and play a lot more. And so we should encourage people to come along to your concerts once 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 that bloke called Ed's buggered off. Um, go back out, <laughs> go back out and see Kay, uh, Kaylee, and maybe take along a sign that says "We love Why Maddie on it. 
That would work. That would work. Manaya knows the success rate of that. It's a thing. I think we could start a thing. I'll put the template up on social media so everyone can print it out at their place. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, my friend really wants me to become the mayor of Waimati, so I'm kind of going to become on a bit of a rampage, I reckon, for that to happen as well while we're at it. <laughs> hey, Kaylee, what's the best way for people to that are listening now to maybe have a listen to you for the first time? Um, is it you search your, your name on Spotify? Have you got a Facebook thing? Have you got Instagram going? What's the best way to keep up with you and your dates and, and how we can uh, more interact with you? Yeah, sure. Um, just Kaylee Bell, just K-A-Y-L-E-E, Bell. Um, music on pretty much everything, actually, and just always make sure it's got the blue tick. Um, yeah. means it's official, but yeah, Kaylee Bell music across everything. And I, like I said, I run my own career, so I, I love hearing from people and I love, yeah, talking to people online. It's great. Awesome, Kaylee. <clears throat> well, highlight of my week, talking to a country singer and we're playing your music. Um, you can tune into the frequency, actually, 1476 in Auckland here and you can hear some of your music being played back interspersed with talking to All Blacks and talking to rugby and cricket and stuff like that. <laughs> it's a perfect mix. Really appreciate you chatting to us today. No, thanks for having me. Thank you. There she is, New Zealand Kaylee Bell. Go and have a listen to her music. Uh, go and track her down on Spotify, your playlist, YouTube, wherever you want. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, we'll take a break. New sport weather. We'll come back with TRB Chat.